We're your hosts, Alexa and Melissa. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so glad you're here. We love doing this podcast, and we're just excited to be able to bring you another episode. Today on the show, we have the lovely Katie Norton. Katie and I met a few years ago through our church. One of the ministries our church does here in Indiana is called Real Moms, and it was an evening edition where people like us who have jobs during the day, we could come together at night just to talk to other moms and hear different discussions. And so that's how Katie and I were introduced to each other. She is a teacher and she also has recently started a journey with Beauty Counter. So we asked her to be on the show today just to share some of her insights that she's learned from Beauty Counter and just about teaching. And so we're so excited that she said yes, and we hope you enjoy this conversation. All right. Hello, everyone. We are so excited to bring you another episode on Midwest Mamas. And today we have with us Katie Norton. Say hi, Katie. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. So, Katie, for our listeners who are not familiar with you yet, can you just give us a brief background about you, just where you came from, your family, career, just kind of a snap view of your life? Yeah. Um, So I moved to Fishers, Indiana, about nine years ago. Um, I grew up two hours north in Fort Wayne, Um, and that's where my parents and my four brothers are. Um, I've been married for six years to my husband, Jonathan, um, and I met him at a small group at church, and oh. we actually met in October and was engaged in February and married wow. all over. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so kind of quick, but when you know, you know. Yeah. Um, oh. And we have two boys. Riggs is four and a half, and Titus is two. Um, and this is my eighth year teaching, and I currently teach kindergarten. Woohoo! That's yeah. so exciting. We all teach kindergarten. Oh, that's <laughs> what, great. Made, what made you want to become a teacher? Um, I've always loved kids. I grew up babysitting. Um, like I said, I have four brothers, um, and I was always like the mom in charge. Um, oh. I had twelve cousins that like we would always have sleepovers, go to the lake together. So. I just feel like it came natural to me to just be around kids, and I'm actually a bit of an introvert, so when it comes to adults, um, I'd rather interact with kids, because kids don't scare me. (laughs) (laughs) I understand that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I've just always been surrounded by kids, and I really love um, just seeing how much they grow, and Mm -hmm. they're just so curious, and they just just love life, so I just Mm -hmm. love being around them. Yes. And have you always done kindergarten? I started, um, actually I started in Carmel as an instructional assistant. Okay. I taught a semester of fifth grade in Warren Township on the east side. And then I taught second grade for three years. And then when I moved to Hamilton Southeastern, I've um, always been in kindergarten there. So I've jumped around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And do you have a preference? Um. I loved second grade and how um, independent they were, but Mm -hmm. in Hamlin Southeastern, they're really about play and um, just really developmental, developmentally appropriate things, um, which I love. 
So I really, I've really been enjoying kindergarten. Oh, good. Yeah. It is a fun and tiring job. Yeah. <laughs> and so you also um, started into Beauty Counter. And so before we kind of get into talking about Beauty Counter, can you just tell our listeners what that is and just about the company a little bit? Yeah. So um, I've only known and kind of been selling Beauty Counter for mm, two months, but I've learned so much. It's really, Beauty Counter is really just a movement that they want to spread um, just the knowledge of better and safe beauty um, and that means skincare, makeup, hair care, all of that stuff. Um, and they really believe in three things, um, educating others and advocating for safer beauty laws and then providing safe and high performing products. So a lot of people think when you take out all those nice ingredients and retinol and all that, that things don't work. So they really want it to be safe, but also work for you. Um, So, yeah, I just I got involved with Beauty Counter when a friend just asked me to host a party. And I was like, why not? I might as well learn learn something about it. I had never heard of it. Mm -hmm. And um, I learned so much. I. Yeah, I just I'm not someone who researches or (laughs) reads labels. I just don't take the time to do it. And it's Mm -hmm. so bad. But I I don't I mean, you're at the store with kids and. You don't have time to read labels. So I just learned a lot. And for me, I wanted to join because I learned so much from it that I wanted to pass it on and kind of educate others. Um, I just had no idea how bad a lot of beauty care products are for us, which was really yeah. scary. So what's what's something that has been really interesting about Beauty Counter and their products? Like what surprised you since you started? Um. Well, the more I'm learning, um, I'm just shocked that there's just not a lot. I mean, I just feel like when I buy stuff, I should trust that good things are in it and people aren't trying to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but the more I'm learning is I'm just shocked. There's it hasn't been um, it's been since 1938. That was the last year that they there was a major federal law change for cosmetics. Wow. So, is crazy to me. Um, That's so long ago. 1938. Right. Um, Yeah. I just think of like all the things we know and all the advances in medicine and technology, but we're still so far behind with our cosmetics. And I don't think people know that. I didn't know that. Um, But I just, a neat fact I like about beauty counter is they're really intentional about, And this sounds so silly, but they're really intentional about how they package their products and their bottles. And so they, if you have like a a cleanser, they have a pump that you only do one pump and it only gives you as much as you need. So you don't waste anything and it will in turn last longer. So I just really like their intentionality about not only that, but just educating people and um, yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, so do they have shampoo and conditioner? They do. And when I started, I had no idea they did. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just curious, do you know, like, if that 
if there's a pump on that. Because I feel like shampoo is something that I probably use too much of because mm-hmm. I just don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're like a quarter size, but then you just plump it in your hand. Um, uh-huh. I don't – I haven't bought the shampoo yet because um, I'm just slowly trying to build my mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but that's a good – I'm wondering that too because that would be definitely something people overuse. Yes. Guilty. Yeah, yep. yeah I use a ton. <laughs> well, and I know you t- – said like how you know being a mom with two little kids it's super hard to take time at a store to look through labels and just um figure out what would be some better products you know versus absolutely terrible ones so do you have just any tips that you can give you know like if someone like you said you're just slowly changing out your products like to beauty counters so like yeah. Do you just have any tips like, well, watch out for this main ingredient, like this is bad, or you know what I mean? Like if someone can't like yeah. full on research, right. what would you say? Um, I think the biggest one is fragrance, and this mm-hmm. has actually been like the hardest one for me to give up because I have my favorite perfume that I love, and I don't know why it's so hard to give up, but fragrance um is a huge one because – Companies do not have to disclose what ingredients are in their fragrance. And sometimes that can be like thousands of ingredients. Um, that is crazy. Which is crazy again. Yeah. So if the smell is really like anything other than essential oils or some natural way to add a fragrance, it's most likely harmful for you. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. But again, like one, I feel like once you get into your routine of things, it's so hard to like, pull that out especially like candles people love candles but fragrance is just so harmful so I think that's a big one and um, parabens if you see anything with parabens at the end of it um, it's a type of preservative um, to help things um, like not get bacteria and like mold but it also can trigger like um things that cause cancer and um, it's somehow linked to estrogen. So there's just things that are linked to these ingredients. I had no clue that could really harm your body. Um, and that could be just going on behind the scenes that you have no idea could right. be hurting you mm-hmm. really. So those I think are the two biggest things and really like 90% of the ingredients in our personal care products have not been tested. So, <laughs> so that's disturbing. <laughs> I know. Like, everything I'm learning is so disturbing that I just feel like I need to tell everyone about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, and I feel like, yeah, something like candles, like you just think like, oh, it smells nice. Like, okay. you know, you don't think like, I'm probably breathing in chemicals mm-hmm. and, you know, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So looking at a lot of the beauty counter products, some of them are more on the pricey end. Mm-hmm. So can you share why someone should purchase um, beauty counter rather than their normal drugstore product that might be more affordable? Yeah. Um, I always say, and in my mind, I just keep saying, like, whatever you pay for is what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of, like, shoes and clothes and cars and, you know, although – it might seem pricey up front. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually very similar to what I paid. I used to do Rodan and Fields, and um, 
I did like it for a while and it kind of, I feel like my skin got used to it and it wasn't working. So I kind of compared it to that and it was actually very similar to that price. Um, and I noticed that beauty counter lasts a little bit longer and I think it is due to, you know, the bottles and only mm-hmm, being able yeah. to take as much as you need. Um, but I always say to just my friends or anyone wanting to maybe start switching things over, just swap one ad- item at a time. And that's how I started. Um, mm-hmm. Can definitely make it more affordable for you. And um, yeah. I'm just, I'm willing to pay good money for, you know, nice running shoes. And I feel like I need to really invest in my own personal health, which was never a priority yeah. um, until recently. So I understand that. And too. <laughs> yeah. Well, and would you, that's interesting you said that, like, that it was never a priority till recently, because I kind of feel the same way. Like, was that just because you just started discovering all this from hosting that one party, or was there something else that, like, made you say, like, I need to take better care of myself, or, like, was yeah. there something? So I've always, yeah. I've always been, um, I always, I love to exercise, so I feel like I have that part down pat, but when it comes to, like, eating and, like, you know, the chemicals I'm putting on my body. I just never knew that the things I was putting on myself were bad or harmful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and my two, my grandma and then a, um, a friend of mine both got cancer this year. And mm-hmm. I was just thinking of like all these different chemicals and why cancer's on the rise. And um, I don't know if it's just one thing. I'm sure there's tons of variables, but it just made me think I just need to pay more attention to yeah. what's on my body. Um, my friend actually told me about a deodorant she switched to, and I was – I'm that person that's like, don't mess with my deodorant. I yeah. want, <laughs> want to smell good. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be sweaty. Um, yeah. But I actually tried it, and I loved it, and I actually sweat less. And so that kind of turned me on to like, okay, I think I can slowly try – these things and just see how my body reacts to it. So that's kind of how, um, yeah, how I kind of started switching over. Yeah. And so what are some of just your favorite beauty counter products? If you had um, to pick just a few. Yeah. I love, um, <clears throat> they have a cleansing balm. It's actually called the Lotus Glow Cleansing Balm. Um, but I like it because, I don't, it's very versatile. So I use it for um, like my hands and my feet and my son has eczema on his arms. And so we put it on his arms and I have some as well um, that it helps with. It can remove my makeup and there's like a ton of other things. So I just feel like that one product um, can do a lot. And so um, that's Is it like a lotion or like a wash. No, it's almost, it's like a, it's almost like a thicker lotion. Okay. Um, and it it feels a little greasy when you put it on, but it's so hydrating that like your your skin just soaks it up and it's not greasy at all once it soaks in. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's probably my one of my top ones. The other one is our brightening oil. Um I just used it this summer for like a week when I first got it and my face literally was brighter and was glowing and I only used it for a week. So I really like that. And that's good for like dark spots or 
Mm-hmm. Different sunspots too. And then, um, I think the last one, and this sounds, <laughs> this sounds silly, but it was a game, it was one of my game changers when school started. Cause when school starts, stress comes and there's, my acne pops up in like yeah. random spots. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have an acne spot treatment and I would literally just put one little dot on it and it would be gone within a day. Huh. And wow. Yeah, that was a good one. And I don't know what that that. feels like to have stress at school, so that must be rough. (laughs) Yeah, right? You have no idea. (laughs) No, not a clue. Oh, cool. Well, thank you for sharing those. Yeah. So who has been a mentor for you in your life or someone you've recently been following to help you through your journey? So um, I was thinking about this, and I, I think... I have a couple people um, that are kind of my unofficial teacher mentors. Um, okay. I had, and I know this, I think this isn't freshest on my mind, which is why I went to teaching, but um, a new friend moved to our building that I was at last year, and she just really pushed my thinking and was just a great just friend to have down the hallway to collaborate with and um so I would say her and there's been a couple more this year that I just really look up to and I think the last few years I really thought about education and what I want for my two boys when they get to school yeah um and so that in turn has really helped me kind of to um, focus and determine what is really important to me as an educator and a mom and so I just yeah, I think when you put it in perspective about your own kids going into kindergarten, because I think Sawyer, is he yep. old? he'll go next year with yeah. Ricks. Right. And so yeah. I just, when that comes, I just feel like I want all these things for my son. And so I should want the same things for the kids in my class. And so that just really mm. kind of shifted my perspective on school and what I think is important. So I think, yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's mm-hmm. really, I think that makes a lot of difference when you can work with people that you can collaborate with, but also that you can call a friend, you know, because I think that can be hard to find sometimes. Absolutely. So, and speaking of your little ones, what are, now that we're starting to head towards fall, what are some things that you're looking forward to in fall or just some of your favorite things to do with your boys? Well, we are, I feel like we're pretty simple. We, it has to do with anything being outside. Like, mm-hmm. we are there. Um, and we don't care if it's raining or snowing. We just love being outside. So, um, we literally will come home from work and just be outside for a couple hours. We love pumpkin patches. Um, my husband loves, like, random coffee shops. So, sometimes we'll go to a coffee shop and just hang out or play a game and yeah. um yeah we just like going on walks so anything that's outside we probably most likely do <laughs> are you campers no we're we're not my husband is more of a city boy okay um, but I'm more of like the country girl so I grew up going camping and would yeah. love to do it but I my husband would rather be in a hotel <laughs> <laughs> yeah I understand that. Yeah. Maybe when the boys get a little older. Yes. We just took our boys for the first time this Mm -hmm. past weekend. 
And it actually overall went better than I thought because Sawyer and Lincoln, they're similar to your boys' age, but it's definitely hard sleeping on the ground in a tent, you know, but it was just one night and we were only about 10, 15 minutes from home. So we're like, if it's terrible, we can always leave. But yeah, we just wore them out all day by doing different things and Mm -hmm. they enjoy it, you know, and like you, Katie, I grew up camping, so I just want them to do something besides want to play Mario. <laughs> right. Well, and you, you like roughed it with the tent. I grew up, um, did. we had like the pop out campers, like oh, that yeah. had a bathroom and a shower and bunk yeah. like that to me is pretty high class camping compared yeah. to a tent. <laughs> Lamping. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which right. is why we only did one night. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So kind of wrapping up the rest of 2019, what are some of your goals that you have, either um, personal or professional? Yeah, so I made a goal at the beginning of this year. Um, I kind of picked three words um, that went with, like, my career, um, my marriage, and then my kids. And so I try and, like, go back to those when I'm stressed out or – when I'm just kind of losing control. (laughs) Um, The first one is ignite. And I just had some fire lit in in me um, at the beginning of this year in January, where I just wanted to meet people and connect and um, learn from others. And I just think in education, you can kind of get in a rut and mm-hmm. um, sometimes it you it's, it's tiring. It's exhausting. And so I think you just need those people to really put a fire under you. And um, yeah. Yeah. So that I'm just trying to finish out the year um, igniting not only myself, but others. Yeah. Um, and I'm just really passionate about like student centered learning and um, doing projects that kind of springboard off my students' interest. So just trying to continue doing that. Um, The other one is serve, and that has to do with Jonathan in our marriage. And um, I know it's a simple word, but it's so hard to do Mm -hmm. day in and day out. Um, Early on in our marriage, there was a couple that kind of walked through some rocky stuff with us and Every time we came to them with a problem, they would always say, how can you serve each other better? And I hated hearing it at yeah. the time. Um, and it's something that always comes back to my mind when I think about our marriage. And so um, when we're both serving each other, we have harmony and joy and peace. And it's so nice, but it's hard to maintain that. So, yeah. That is always our goal is to serve one another. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. That's a good goal to have. Yeah. 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 Um, Then the last one is model. And that's just for my boys. And I feel like I'm on them a lot about being kind and no yelling and take a deep breath when you're mad. (laughs) But when I'm mad, I often lose my cool and Uh yell. Or I don't do any of the things I tell my boys to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, model's a big one. So I've been trying really hard to model what I expect of them and also kind of give them some grace because I don't have it figured out 
perfectly and they're foreign right. to you and they're not going to get it right as well. So mm-hmm. those are kind of my three goals to hopefully finish out the year strong. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for awesome. sharing those. Yeah. Mine, I'm like, I would just like Sawyer to wipe his own bottom. <laughs> like, Model. But I like your Model idea. That. <laughs> so, and you kind of touched base on this a little, just, and we like to ask this to everyone, just what are some things you do to take care of yourself? Yeah, so I have to work out um, a couple times a week. It just gives me like an hour to listen to a podcast or I feel like when I run and work out, I like ideas come to me. So it's really therapeutic for me. Um, I love just like sitting on our front porch or back porch and just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm an introvert. So I often need like 20 to 30 minutes by myself just to re-energize so that um, when I'm feeling stressed, I often just go outside. <laughs> yeah. Getting some fresh air always helps. Yes, it does. Well, thank you so much for sharing with our listeners um, more about you and Beauty Counter and just kind of enlightening us with all of that. Um, Can you share with our listeners where they can follow you or learn more about you or Beauty Counter? Yeah, so I have a couple different spots. Um, I do have a blog. Um, It's it's at katienorton.org and... Mm -hmm. It's mostly education, but um, it's just fun. Um, but my podcast is also linked there. It's the stories of how. Um, and you can listen to that on like Anchor or Spotify. Um, I also am really active on Twitter, and that's more professional and for school. But that's at Mrs. Norton Kinder. And then Instagram is at Kendi Teaching Mom. And then um, Beauty Counter, you can type in my first and last name if you want to kind of search or buy anything. Um, And then that, I think, links to my email as well if you have questions. So those are a couple ways you can follow. Awesome. And how long have you been doing the blog? Well, when I got ignited with some passion in January... (laughs) I kind of jumped on blogging and the podcast, and I'm not a huge writer, but when things come to me, I have to kind of either make a list or kind of spew them out to someone, so that's kind of been a fun outlet for me. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, I can't wait to look at that. I didn't know that. I knew about the other ones, but I didn't know about your blog, per se, so I'm going to have to look into that and listen to your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Katie, thank you so much for taking the time on a weeknight after teaching all day. We know it's exhausting and tiring, so we really appreciate you just sharing your different ideas and your tips and just about some easy ways that you can be on the lookout for harmful products. And so I think it's good, like you said, to just tell others about it and then they can kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, make their own choices. But I think just hearing about it, like about that 1938, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like yeah. it's just mind boggling. Right. No. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me on. It was fun talking to you both. Yay. Thanks All right. Thanks, us. Katie. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
We are so glad we had the opportunity to chat with Katie tonight about her life and her journey and learn a little bit more about Beauty Counter. I feel like a lot of us are always focused on our health and what we're eating and our diet and if we're exercising or not, but sometimes we forget about what we're putting on our bodies, like our makeup. So just starting small and changing out some of those makeup products that might not be that healthy for your skin would be a great place to start. As always, we really appreciate you listening to Midwest Mamas, and we would love for you to to subscribe below. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.